Back to the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. get here before we wrap up the ticket water cooler we have to start uh with a little bit of southern pecan cake rico you have to try it because i already tried it uh, okay. and nick uh, nick has already tried it but he has to Can try you give it me again the cake because what do you guys have there's a piece there. i don't know who ate off of that oh, i don't i think it was cut off but uh yeah you i can, no, i don't i don't know who ate off of that, that. <laughs> two dudes in front of us uh we're okay yeah Ah. Yeah, well, you want you want another piece, Nick? Or are you gonna wait till the happy? I'm gonna hour? wait till the happy hour. Yeah, you guys have to try it in the happy hour. We're doing it every show because we're promoting it. Obviously, it's great. Uh, from Beatrice Bakery, I already tried mine. It was delicious. They had and like a a, a, a a prototype, like a couple months ago, and Sip ate like all of it by himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So this is the final version. Oh, of okay. It. So this is the 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 perfected version it is delicious we've uh, I, you know having it last hour i could probably eat it all myself too but i'm, I'm lo- watching my weight a little bit yeah yeah the summer bud yeah uh That's pretty good i want to know i'm not the biggest fan of pecans but just pretty good oh it is really good you Soft never pecans. you never hear about dudes getting their summer bod yeah you always hear about yeah you do the guys that say oh i'm working on my summer bod do you actually do it well i don't know do they what Text is it? Uh, hot boy summer, hot guy summer, hot dad, <laughs> hot dad summer, hot dad summer this year. Yeah, yeah. like you always hear about girls like oh, I can't, I can't eat Taco Bell because I got to watch yeah. my weight or something like that for the summer. Guys say that and then they just they just eat Taco Bell. Anyways. Yeah, I enjoy Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, you ain't working on your body. I ain't working on my body. Guys, how do we feel about Hunter Salas going to Wake Forest? Hey. I'm, I'm here to, I'm here to, I'm here to upset us. Yeah, are we surprised? Okay, not shocked. Wake no, Forest. Nebraska the fact that it. it's Wake Forest, yes. The fact that it's not Nebraska, no. No, I am not surprised either one because if you know anything about Steve Forbes, somehow he just always recruits. He just he just recruits well. He, he's a guy that that players and recruits get along with really really well. Um, it, it's he, Hunter Salas when he went to to Winston Salem or no 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 Winston, yes is that where yep, Wake Forest yep. is? I was thinking NC State for a moment was when, where where is NC State? Raleigh, Raleigh. Raleigh yeah. Okay. Anyway, when he went to Winston Salem, it was eighty plus degrees, and he was able to hang out. And <laughs> he comes to Nebraska a week later, a week closer to summer, and it's it's a forty three degree day with wind, and it's cold, and you're watching a football game. Like, here's the thing: Nebraska did everything they could. I, I almost, I almost came in on the captain because. It's not as easy as I think people believe it is to just get guys to come to a school. You can't force a guy, whether he's in-state or whether he's not, to go to a certain school. You can't – just because you're an in-state school doesn't mean that you have this, like, automatic pull or you have these automatic, like, this automatic ability to just say, nope, you're not going to Wake Forest, you're coming to Nebraska or you're coming to Creighton. You can't do that. Like – Nebraska is not a basketball powerhouse, and that's not. I don't. I truly don't think that that is why Hunter Salas didn't choose Nebraska. Has the allure I, for I really playing don't. Fred for playing for head Fred Hoiberg lessened? I just think once again we're at this day and age where it's just normal. It's becoming more normal, I should say, or we're getting used to guys just 
going other places. And this does not just happen at Nebraska. Happens everywhere. Like, like California guys, obviously there's more of them. They're going all over. Texas guys, not all of them go to Texas or Texas A&M or Texas Tech or Baylor. They're going everywhere. Same with Oklahoma. And I feel like no matter where you're at, same with Missouri, when you have these like recruiting hotbed areas, that Omaha, frankly, is becoming one. Omaha is becoming a hotbed. It's getting there. And so when you see, for goodness sakes, Lincoln, Northwestern's uh, linebackers coach was just visiting Lincoln East High School yesterday. This is what the day and age of college football is now and just collegiate sports. Notre Dame and Marcus Freeman were in Ainsworth a couple months ago. You have, like, that's... This is a good thing. It is a good thing. It's a good thing for the state. It's a great thing. And you're going to just eventually lose people. And also, until Nebraska starts winning games, they might not get the top players. They're still getting in-state guys that they feel like they fit. But you're not maybe not going to get the top players every single year. And so... With with Hunter Salas specifically going back to college basketball, I think when you this wasn't a case necessarily of like going to a winner or going to I I truly think this was a relationship thing mm-hmm. and people are going to push back going oh well Nebraska was in on him coming out of high school so it was Wake Forest the guy is two years out of out of high school like and the so, guy understands college basketball as well and he understands like the, the landscape and so when you also go into Steve Forbes and Steve Forbes. Nobody really knows how he does it, but he just somehow connects really well and better than a lot of coaches with recruits. That's what happens. And also, I, I, that's just what happens. Playing in the ACC, you're going to be playing against more NBA talent. Than, the Big Ten is a great basketball conference for college. In yeah, terms of NBA talent, there is more in the ACC. He'll be playing against better competition there. And again, th- so this isn't a shot at Salas or Latrell or anybody. Some people don't want to be the hero to bring a program back from the brink of death or whatever. Yeah. Some people don't want that kind of pressure. They want to go and they want to play basketball. They want to enjoy themselves. They want to put themselves in a good position to move on to the next level. And I understand Nebraska's had three players uh, in the last three, four years go to the NBA, all second-round picks. You go to Alabama, they're about to have a top-four pick in the NBA. Top three, wherever he's going to go. I don't know. You go there, you're going to get developed by a good coach. Yeah, all the drama surrounding everything in Alabama right now, whatever. You're going to get developed by a great coach. Uh, You go to Wake Forest, you're going to be playing against a lot of NBA talent, so that's going to be another something on your resume where if they look at the tape, they'll be like, oh, well, he was facing this dude. You know, with Hunter Salas being a defensive guy, they'll be like, oh, he was able to lock up you know, the number two recruit in the nation who went to North Carolina or wherever the heck they're going. Uh, so that's another something that Bill on his resume, some that NBA teams can look at. So it's not all relationships. It's not all, although that one was, like you yeah. said. Uh, and it's not all, you know, hometown guy comes back to be the hero. Some people want that. Sam Greasel wanted that. He did a really good job of getting Nebraska from under 500 to 500. It wasn't the exactly what they wanted, but it was an improvement over what they were. No. Sorry, Garico. Go no, ahead. you're good. Good. So, like, w- once again, like, don't get me wrong. It stings to not get the commitment of of Hunter Salas. The the guy is an elite defender, and and he would he would have helped out Nebraska. Um, I think though, just like once again, this is just becoming norm. Like, just because Nebraska, and this is this is one of the biggest misconceptions that I hear. When, when Nebraska misses out on whether it's a transfer portal guy, whether it's a high school guy, whatever it may be, was that Nebraska didn't try. 
Yeah. Nebraska brought Bryce McGowan's back to the spring game to try to get Hunter and spent time with Hunter Salas. Kobe like, Webster was there too. I, I straight up saw it ten yards away from me on the yeah. sideline on Saturday. He, he, like Bryce McGowan's was talking, who is probably your best NBA player in the last or has the trajectory because obviously Roby's been in the league the long early you know for the longer period of time. But Bryce McGowan's is doing just fine with the Charlotte Hornets, oh, yeah. and so like has the highest ceiling. Of your NBA guys over the last X amount of years, when you look at Delano Banton and Isaiah Roby and Bryce McGowan, he definitely has the highest ceiling. And so, like, just because Nebraska didn't get the commitment of an in-state guy, and this is not just a Hunter Salas thing, just because they didn't get a commitment of an in-state guy or convince him to come home and play for Nebraska, it doesn't mean they don't try. Like, they're I, I am a hundred percent confident in saying. That Nebraska put its best foot forward for Latrell Wrightsell and for Hunter Salas and for whoever else. It's not like Nebraska can be like, yeah, like it'd be great to have him, but we're only gonna have him. we're only gonna put seventy percent of our resources into this guy. Hey, and just 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 so we can say, yeah, we tried, yeah. but he didn't. No, oh darn! But at the end of the day, also, it's like unfortunately, Steve Forbes just did his magic, and Wake Forest, for whatever reason it may be, was more attractive to Hunter Salas. Well, and that's I know, okay. and Hunter Salas has a high upside, but this isn't necessarily like. Losing Baylor Shireman. I mean, I I no. I'd like to see where, no. where Hunter Salas' career goes. Obviously, he was much more heavily recruited coming out of high school. But you know, he averaged what four four and a half points last year. Um, you know, I know he's more yeah. more of a defensive player. But I'm I'm saying he's this is not an all conference player that you missed out on quite well, yet. Can I also say with like Latrell Wrightsell? Like for goodness sakes, he went to Alabama. Right. They was the number one overall seed last year. Yep. They got they're getting guys in the NBA this year. They were they the favorite owned, to win the title when uh, the dis, tournament dis, started. Despite all the off the field junk, that's not I like that that was not now Nate Oates probably didn't handle it in the best way at the time. Not at all. But also I, I'm not sure if there is a textbook way to handle, to handle a, a situation no. like that. No. I don't think anybody so knows how to do that. I don't know if that's repre- like that's a that's a clear cut way to represent Nate Oates or that should be like as much as like I didn't appreciate how he handled the situation and I don't I didn't agree with how they handled Brandon Miller in that area like put that aside on the floor where if you're worried about getting to the NBA go to the number one overall seed in the SEC where you're going to get on ESPN and you have this huge giant from a conference standpoint you have this contract that every game is going to be on an ESPN network if it's not an ESPN network it's on ESPN plus like I just it's the number one overall seed. I don't understand how we get all up in arms about that. It sucks. It really sucks. Well, Nebraska does need to do a better but, job of getting – like, in-state talent doesn't matter, first of all, as much in, in basketball as it does football. You take a baller out of Chicago, you take a baller out of Omaha, yes. whatever. You know, you just put a good team out there. Um, but there is, there does feel like still this lost connection between Nebraska basketball and the city of Omaha. And for good reasons, just like you're saying with Alabama, it's because there's a better program in yes. Omaha. And that, that's just kind of what you have to accept right now as a Nebraska basketball fan. Well, there, is the, there is a question um, now with, with basketball now just going to, to 1890. Mm-hmm. Um, are they putting up enough NIL? And that's just something we won't know. Nope. Uh, we've heard from previous, you know, past coaches say that, you know, as far as the top programs know, Nebraska's not competing there. If they want to take that next step, they might have to, they might have to t- take that next step in the NIL. But it is, no. I mean, at the very, at the, at the end of the day, like you're saying, it's just a program recognition thing at this point, especially with Alabama. And even at this point, if you ever lose anybody to Creighton with Baylor Shireman. I don't, I don't even know 
And this is truly a question. And text line, feel free to – we can continue this conversation on the other side. Like, oh, we'll do it. Like, I don't even know if it's a if it's as cut and dry as Nebraska just needs to win. Like, I, I don't know if that's the case because with and, – and it can be a conversation with basketball and football. And I'm more, I guess, talking about football in this case. With it becoming more of a recruiting hotbed, and it's not necessarily comparative to – St. Louis or, or to Austin, Texas or to Southern California, like whatever, whatever. But with there being talent and people, coaches starting to take note, you're not, it's not going to be just beating Kansas, Kansas state, Iowa state for this three-star guy in the Omaha area. You're it's not, that's not what it is anymore. And if you truly continue to build the youth programs like you say you want to in the state of Nebraska, you are now saying, hey, big-time programs, come take a look at what we have. You are going come to lose. Come take a look at what we have. So now, not only is it important for you to win so you can beat out the Kansas, the Kansas States, the Iowas, the Iowa States, it's becoming even more important that you have a clear-cut plan you have a solid foundational relationship, whether that be with Omaha Westside or Iowa Western Community College, because you're not just beating those lower power five teams. You're beating Notre Dame. You're trying to beat other Big Ten teams that, frankly, have been beating you these last couple of years. This is not – it's becoming such a, a more important um, conversation when you say you want to continue building the talent in your surrounding area – well, just understand that that means it's going to be tougher to contain the surround the talent mm-hmm. in your surrounding area. You build up the talent, the teams will come to get the talent. You're going to lose out on people. You're not going to get every single recruit out of the state. You're going to have to pick and choose which ones you want to get. And if that ends up straining relationships, then, then, then so be it. It seems as if that's, that's kind of what's been going on with the university and the city of Omaha with some strained relationships. You're going to have to figure out a way to patch that up and start getting that top-tier or, or mid-tier talent coming out of the city. Well, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, the Ticket Water Cooler wrapping it up here, but we do have Happy Hour coming up next with these guys on 93.7 The Ticket, so don't go anywhere. That is coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow on the Ticket Water Cooler with Brian Munson for a Husker recruiting update. Uh, we'll do that tomorrow, and uh, we'll see you guys here in just a minute here on the Happy Hour. <laughs>